First up, we have the Buildings and Grounds Committee, Chairperson Kepke. Thank you, Madam President. Buildings and Grounds is called to order at 6.30. Gannon? Here. Stuckey? Here. Kepke is here. Um, first on our agenda is the approval of the committee meeting minutes from June 6th. If there are no changes, I move to approve as presented. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Uh, next, we have a purchase requisition for the emergency inspection and repair to the City Hall generator. Mr. Kickle, can you tell us about that? Sure. Can you hear me? Yes. Uh, thank you, Councilwoman. Uh, this was just an uh, emergency repair that we had to do here with the generator at City Hall. Uh, it was running continuously, and we found that the control panel had failed. So we had to authorize an emergency repair over $3,000. Sounds pretty straightforward. Any questions? Thank you. Um, I move to recommend to council approval of a purchase requisition to Buckeye Power Sales in the aggregate amount of $3,404.19 for the emergency inspection and repair of the city hall generator. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. And the last three items on the agenda um, for us relate to the work at the Joseph Bedini Stadium Drive Athletic Field for the installation of bleachers and a restroom renovation. I'm hoping, Mr. Kickle, you can talk about the project and we'll do our voting separately. Sure. This is actually um, a combined uh, thing that uh, we're doing with uh, Rachel and her folks from recreation. Um, so Rachel's going to talk about uh, some of the upcoming improvements to uh, stadium Drive, and uh, part of that also includes we're going to remodel the men's and women's restrooms. Um, and then just slightly looking ahead to the future, we also have plans to install an ADA-compliant slash single-use family restroom um, sometime over the winter time. So that will be coming before council soon. But uh, this would be to uh, remodel the two existing restrooms that are there and just kind of bring them up and make them nice while, for all the other improvements that we have planned at the Stadium Drive facility. Thank you. Um, well, we will vote on that, and then we will also vote on some bleachers being put into that stadium area. Is that correct? I'm sorry, Councilwoman. I, this is actually some concrete improvements that we're also doing. So we're going to be installing a new walkway um, around the field house area, new walkway to the restrooms, and it'll all be tied to a cement pad um, where the, the bleachers will be housed. Sounds great. Thank you. Any questions, anyone? No? Excited. It's starting to move forward. So, all right. Thank you. Um, the first motion. I move to recommend to council approval of a blanket vendor purchase requisition in the aggregate amount of $14,150 for the supplies and materials needed by the service department to install the concrete bleacher pad at the Sto Joseph Vedini Stadium Drive Athletic Fields. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Uh, I move to recommend to council approval of a purchase requisition to Sightlines Athletic Facilities, LLC in the aggregate amount of $38,624 for the purchase and installation of two all-aluminum 10-row bleachers with four ADA spaces for the recreational development on Stadium Drive. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Uh, last, I move to recommend to council approval of a blanket vendor purchase requisition in the aggregate amount of $19,430.35 
for the supplies and materials needed by the service department to complete the restroom renovations at the Joseph Vedini Stadium Drive Athletic Fields. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Are there any other matters for buildings and grounds? No. All right. And I move to adjourn at 634. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you, Madam President. We are adjourned. Thank you, Ann. Next up for the Finance Committee, Chairperson Caruso. Thank you, Madam President. I call Finance to order at 634. Kingston? Here. Savage? Here. And Caruso's here. First up is approval of the Finance Committee meeting minutes from our June 6th meeting. Are there any changes? Hearing none, I move that we approve as presented. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Um, next, we have an ordinance to amend ordinance number 5570, making appropriations for current expenditures of the city of Brexville for the current fiscal year. Laura? Thank you. Um, this amendment has two items in it. They are both on the agenda for later today. The first one is an increase of 14500 for the development and execution of GIS data conversion. This would be in coordination with a new Tyler ERP software. And the second is just over 28000 towards the purchase of body cameras for the police department. And again, both those items are for your consideration later. This will just provide the budget for it. Thank you. Any questions? No. Okay. Then I would make a motion that we recommend to council approval of an ordinance to amend ordinance number 5570, <laughs> making appropriations for current expenditures of the city of Brexel during the fiscal year ending December 31st, 2023. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Next, we have a real estate transfer agreement. This is for the Highland Elementary School property <coughs> at 9457 Highland Drive. This would be an ordinance authorizing the mayor to enter into the transfer and development agreement with the Brexville Bravi Heights City School District and Triban Investments LLC. Dave, is that can you talk about this or? Uh, this is the uh, <coughs> at, on the date of our last council meeting. I was sent this revised agreement by the attorney for the school board, um, who indicated in the in an email that the. Uh, school board has returned to the original party uh, that was involved and they wish us to go forward uh, some of the money transaction will occur five days after you pass this ordinance so you'll see the the agreement is before you it's been revised and approved by me and ready for passage it's already been approved by the school board okay mayor do you want to add anything no 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 okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, any questions? No. And I would make a motion that we recommend to council approval of an ordinance authorizing the mayor to enter into a real estate transfer and development agreement with the Brexel Broadview Heights City School District and Triban Investments LLC for parcel number 603 15 009, located at 9457 Highland Drive. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Next, we have transfers. Um, these are related to the appropriations we talked about earlier. Laura, do you have anything to add? Um, this is just our third quarter transfer legislation according to the already established budget. Okay, great. Questions? Good. Um, I make a motion that we uh, recommend to council approval of resolution making necessary transfers between certain funds for the fiscal year ended December 31st, 2023. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Next we have the... Um, a motion recommended council approval of a resolution adopting the alternate format tax budget for the year 2024. Laura? 
Thank you. This um, is our annual legislation for the alternative tax budget that has to be submitted to the Cuyahoga County Budget Commission. Um, this essentially um, represents our first estimate of what our resources will be for next year and also um, it provides the county the request for our property tax levy estimate to be included um, with our certificate for next year and there is no change to the 8.21 mills um, that are levied and this legislation um, is due to the county next month so I'm requesting passage very good thank you questions then I make a motion as we recommend to council approval of a resolution adopting the alternate format tax budget for the year 2024. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Next, we have a resolution accepting the proposal for geocentric consulting. This is for professional services for a GIS strategic <coughs> implementation plan for the development and execution of the GIS data conversion with the new Tyler software. Scott. Thank you, Councilman. Um, so this is just another step in the implementation of the new software that's citywide. Um, it, it's based off of property data and other assets throughout the city is done through the GIS system. We have an in-house system right now that has the data, but it needs to be pushed out to a product that Tyler can use. This consultant is going to do that and then give us opportunity in the future to do a lot more things with the GIS as well. Very good. Questions? Awesome. Okay. I make a motion that we recommend to council approval of a resolution accepting the proposal of Geocentric Consulting Inc. for professional services for the GIS strategic implementation plan. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Next, we have a uh, new independent contractor agreement. Uh, this is be for John Farrell, who will be replacing Justin Thacker as the head of the community youth soccer program BSA. Uh, Rachel, do you want to say a couple things? Yes, thank you, Dominic. John Farrell has been a resident for Brexel for 11 years now with his wife and two children. Um, he was an assistant coach at uh, Chagrin, Green, Aurora, and Parma High School. He has also had participation with our own BSA Academy working with Justin Thacker, along with the Cleveland Blues Soccer Club and the GFS. Um, so he is familiar with working with youth organizations with boys and girls hands-on. He is um, a health and physical education teacher at um, Harmon Middle School in Aurora. And um, what we really, really liked about John is that his philosophy is very similar to Justin Thacker's, who's been very successful all these years running our BSA program. And that's really the, the development of the, the child and their skill set and, you know, working with the drills and the skills around trying to build them up and, you know, making sure if they're going up the ladder for some type of drills, increasing the intensity or maybe, you know, keeping them at a lower level until they're comfortable. And um, they're still going to be competing. They're still going to be games and competition, but his main focus is the development aspect. So we're very excited to have him and have him part of BSA. Um, and I can answer any questions if you have um, any further. Very good. Thank you, Rachel. Any questions? Mm -hmm. Anyone else on council want to say anything? Uh, John, John's been with us at the BSA for years. Mm -hmm. Really nice young man. Does a really good job. Um, and a quality coach. So I think he'll serve in a good, a good spot for us. Yeah, I, I spoke to Sean Broadbent and asked him, and he spoke very highly of John. And my son helped volunteer with one of the youth academies and 
he said he was really fun to work with and fun to work for. So, so it'll be a great addition. And thanks to Justin for everything he's done over the years. Obviously, he will be missed, but these things happen. So, uh, I would make a motion that we recommend to council approval of re resolution authorizing an independent contractor agreement with John Farrell for work as the community youth soccer director for the year 2023. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. We have one additional item. Um, it is a purchase requisition. It's just an annual renewal. This is for the When I Work schedule software. Uh, it's a renewal for a term of June 21st, 2023 through June 20th of 2024, and it'd be in the amount of $3,420. Rachel? Yes, thank you, Dominic. And thank you to council for allowing this last minute addition. This When I Work app is web-based, but the app is what we really use with all of our part-timers, especially with our lifeguards, our concession individuals, um, our supervisors, private swim lessons. This is where they go. And um, we've been using it now for, I think it's been over a little bit over three years. And then we're also looking to transition our new camp counselor, Jordan. She is going to be using the When I Work app also to schedule the counselors with their shifts if they're coming early or late. It's very efficient, it's up-to-date, user-friendly. On the app, they have reminders for their schedule, um, excuse me, reminders for their shift. They have their whole schedule. They can trade shifts on there because they are responsible to cover their shift if they were to you know, have something pop up that they don't wanna work anymore. Um, and then we have group chat features as well. So they can access their supervisor through this app at all times if something comes up in an emergency. So it's been very, very successful with us, especially with the amount of lifeguards that we need and have to make sure are organized and know their schedule for our pools. Sounds similar to TeamSnap that the coaches use for scheduling everything. Yes. This one I think has a little bit more features, but sure. more like some can be, if you don't know the system that well, like when I'm looking at it, sometimes I still get a little confused, but I'm learning. Um, it's, it's a really great tool, so I'm happy we have it. I know Louise loves it. And it, you know, makes them feel very organized and knows what's going on with the pools. Good. Any questions, Daryl? No. Okay. Then I would make a motion that we recommend to council um, approval of a purchase requisition for the renewal of the When I Work app software for a term of 621-23 through 620-24. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Um, anything else for finance? Laura, anything else? Okay. Um, then I would make a motion to adjourn finance at 644. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 We're adjourned, Madam President. Thank you, Dominic. Next up for the Legislation Committee, Councilmember Savage. Thank you, Madam President. I call the Legislation Committee to order. Uh, Ganem? Here. Kepke? Here. And Savage is here. Um, we have one item on our agenda this evening. It's the approval of the June 6th, 2023 Legislation Committee meeting minutes. Are there any changes or corrections? Hearing none, I move to approve as presented. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Are there any other um, topics for legislation from anyone? Uh, hearing none, I move to um, adjourn at 6.45 p.m. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. We're adjourned, Madam President. <clears throat> Thank you, Beth. Next up for the Safety and Service Committee, Chairperson Ganim. Thank you, Madam President. I call Safety Service Committee to order at 645. Mr. Kingston? Here. Mr. Stuckey? Here. 
I'm here as well. Our first item for consideration is approval of the Safety Service Committee meeting minutes uh, from June 6, 2023. Do I hear any changes? Hearing none, I move to approve as presented. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Um, next is uh, the consideration for the approval of a purchase of 22 body-worn cameras uh, for the police department. Uh, Chief. Sorry about that, it's on. Yes, uh, we're requesting the city council consider uh, this purchase. Uh, we're requesting 22 body cameras. Uh, they're the WatchGuard V300s. Uh, they're a robust camera. Um, they uh, have detachable batteries, so if the battery wears out, we can put a new battery in. 12 hours is a long shift sometimes, so that's a great feature of that. Uh, we're also requesting that we purchase the five-year warranties. Year three, four, and five, you have to pay for those, and those will keep the cameras in service. Uh, we're also requesting four uh, eight-unit transfer stations. These are the stations that uh, they charge the unit, but they also download the unit to our evidence library uh, software. Uh, we need an evidence library license, which we have now with our current um, video cameras in our cars, uh, but we need this license to do the body cameras as well. Um, we also need the redactive license due to privacy concerns if someone is on the video that's not involved, we have to blur their faces out or appropriately blur out juveniles' faces and things like that. And we have to pay for that software up front and then a license fee per year. Um, we also have uh, four, I'm sorry, five desktop chargers that we'd like to purchase for sergeants and, and people that can keep them at their desks who are doing more ad administrative work, but they still need to access the cameras. This uh, purchase, well, I'm sorry, we, we do need a uh, licensing fee, and it's uh, $395 a year per unit, and we pay that directly to Chagrin Valley Dispatch. Chagrin Valley Dispatch is actually the licensed dealer of the WatchGuard uh, units, which is a, a good uh, partnership because they do our IT, and they also do our dispatch. So uh, we have them right, right in our building to deal with any problems that we might have with the cameras. The licensing fee that they charge per unit is $200 less than what Motorola charges, so they are saving us money on that end, uh, $4,400 a year just to go with them. So um, do you have any questions? Yeah, uh, Chief, you would, would you go through the grant that's part of this? Yes, sir, I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> we did apply for a grant early on, and we've been going through this process. Thanks to the mayor, uh, council's approval of the, uh, the grant and Monica's hard work on it. We received a grant for uh, $69,000. And uh, once we buy these cameras, we can submit the paperwork for reimbursement and then we'll receive that money back, so. Sounds like a really nice deal where we're getting most of that <clears throat> paid for through the grant then. It's, this, this purchase is being paid 100% through the grant. Perfect. We actually have another grant that we're going for to purchase uh, some more units, nine more units. And if we get that, then we'll be coming before city council again. But the 22 units we have is sufficient to, uh, to, uh, for our officers to use on the road. That sounds like a great deal. Certainly. Any other questions? Certainly be uh, good additions for our officers and uh, the citizens they serve and protect. Uh, with that, I 
Move to recommend to Council the approval of an ordinance authorizing the purchase of 22 body-worn cameras and related items for the Police Department. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Uh, the last item uh, for consideration uh, is recommend recommending to Council the approval of a purchase requisition to Ball Chemical uh, for a Viper walk-behind auto floor scrubber for the horticulture building. Uh, any questions on the floor scrubber needs? Hearing none, I move uh, to recommend to Council the approval of a purchase requisition to Ball Chemical in the amount of $6,185 for a Viper walk-behind auto floor scrubber and accessories. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Any other matters to discuss? No. Nope. Hearing none, I move to close safety service at 650. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Madam President, we are adjourned. Thank you, AJ. Next up for the Streets and Sidewalks Committee, Chairperson Kingston. Thank you, Madam President. I'd like to call Streets and Sidewalks to order at 650. Caruso? Here. Savage? Here. And Kingston's here. First on the agenda is approval of our minutes from June 6, 2023. Any changes? Sir. Hearing none, I move to approve as presented. Second. Moved and seconded. All in favor? Aye. 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 Thank you. <clears throat> Next on the agenda is um, a discussion. There's no legislation for this item, and it uh, pertains to the River Road Flood Reduction Agreement for easement acquisition. And this is the sewer project the regional sewer is doing as part of their storm water management in between on Riverview between Greenhaven and Weesey. And it's uh, uh, Jerry and I think Dave yep. may talk on Thank this too. Thank you. So we, we received the, uh, we're going to call it the first draft of this agreement, and I had some uh, comments, sent them over to Dave, and we wanted, we still wanted to bring it forward to Council for just your review. Um, to date, we have, um, the city has entered into an agreement, a cost sharing for the project, which caps ours, and it worked out the agreement where they will be, um, Regional Sewer will be taking money from our our um, community share to cover our expenses in the project, but Regional Sewer is picking up the majority of it. And then this is the next uh, component of it where these easements will need to be acquired, and so Regional uh, really has no opportunity except to have us do it because they cannot, if it comes to the final where the easements have to be obtained uh, by the law director, Regional does not have the same ability that the City of Brexville does. So. Um, in front of you is the uh, draft agreement and again as I put my report um, we will go through the process of trying to obtain the uh, easements voluntarily um, we have an appraiser on board um, we'll bring eventually bring that proposal to you but before we do that we have to get a summation and anticipated amount of expenses to enter into the agreement so the regional can review it and once we get that, then we'll bring the agreement to you for final and we'll move forward. And um, ultimately, um, if we can't get all the easements uh, voluntarily, we'll, we will uh, uh, pass it on to the law director who will start the process with uh, city council to take the easement. Um, Dave, anything you want to add at this point? Well, we need to have a discussion with Northeast Ohio Regional Sewer District so they understand that we really can't commit to the entire process now for an amount because the voluntary part of this can be committed to but if we run into um, landowners who aren't in agreement with um, the easement acquisition we end up in probate court and appropriations actions which this council would have to authorize 
So that item has to be left out of the current mutual uh, understanding because there's no way to price that. We have, I believe, Jerry told me, 10 property owners, and hopefully all 10 will uh, cooperate, and as Jerry always is, he'll be fair uh, in his discussions, and so will I, but we don't we have a crystal ball to see if we're gonna have cooperation from all 10. So we need to have a little further discussion with them so they understand that we can't bear that burden on our, on our own. That's all. Again, I guess the just the point of today is just to make sure that the city understands, council understands that. Uh, again, we will try to get them voluntarily, but ultimately, regional is asking us to obtain the easements by any means we we need to. What's the uh, uh, what's the timetable on this project, Jerry? From uh, right now, uh, I think yet this week we have um, I have a conference call with them about they're at about sixty percent plans, so I would imagine they want to go to construction next construction season okay so at this point we're um obviously if they're not all with given, the appraisal process is that is that on we, we, well not quite yet the okay. regional has to approve this we have to bring this agreement uh back to you have it passed okay. get down to regional have them approve the amounts that we submit to them and then then yes we can start it i can authorize i already have the proposal from uh, emily brayman she'll be our appraisal and she will start her end and then i will start contacting uh residents setting up meetings uh with the we'll have some where we bring them in to just have one upfront preliminary meeting then we'll start meeting with them individually to work through obtaining the easements gotcha uh mr chair i have a quick question sure possible um there's 10 landowners. Are there homes on all of those um, properties? There are, I know but, there's at least one vacant one. Regional, regional owns one, but that will be obviously one of the easier ones in the <laughs> National Park's the other side of the street. None of them on the National Park are in this agreement. The regional sewer will, will work there will never be an easement from the national park it'll be some kind of uh special a permit of some of some form so it basically starts on we see uh both sides uh so you have the corner house and i believe it was even the next one up oh i had the exhibit um and then it goes the four properties along um riverview wraps up greenhaven then comes up the other side of uh greenhaven come back down riverview and up the hill a little bit so it's all all the properties are on the residential side not the park side okay okay one of them in there for sure one of them in there is vacant and the other one there it's regional's property which also does not have a house in it okay thank you any other questions from the committee or council and anything no okay all right thanks thanks guys and i guess we'll look forward to some legislation next meeting Hopefully. Hopefully. All right. Anything else for streets and sidewalks? One more, if you don't mind. Sure. All right. The uh, talked to the mayor uh, over the past couple of days and the police chief about the uh, intersection. Just as a quick discussion about the intersection 2182, uh, the right turn on red. Um, uh, the mayor can. Uh, I'll start. The mayor can um, finish the discussion. But originally, all four turn. All four all four directions had a no right on red. I pulled the plans, 
Uh, there was reason all motions had to be a protected uh, turn. Uh, originally when the, uh, the plans were done, not only did they have the crosswalk uh, around the perimeter, it was, they had diagonal that's obviously gone. Uh, the city over the years has decided to remove the uh, right turn on red from all, but from uh, southbound 80, uh, southbound 21 to westbound um, 82. Um, I had suspected the, the reason I wanted to run it through the mayor and I will let the mayor finish this conversation off and why that one sign still remains. Um, <clears throat> picturing 21 and 82, as you're coming south on 21 and you approach 82, the prohibited right turn on red was placed there because of the fact that originally we had thought that we would have a sidewalk going, not a sidewalk, but a crosswalk going diagonally through the intersection forming an X. That was done away with. The concern and why that only that one right turn is prohibited was the traffic coming westbound from 82 as it passes 21 immediately could face a car trying to turn into the church or turn into the uh, muni parking lot the concern was that someone coming that way would move over into the right lane to try to get around cars that were stopped and a car coming out would not see that and there would be a conflict between that car making the turn and the car pulling into the curb lane and going in that direction uh, that is the reason why we put it there. We've had minimal accidents. Uh, most of the accidents at 2182 are come as a result of a short, clear distance where someone pulls up to the light, going a little too fast, bumps the car in front of them, that kind of, uh, kind of an accident. So um, I would recommend to, uh, to uh, council that uh, it be left alone. Uh, I, this is the first complaint that I know of uh, that has been brought forth that someone complained about that turn. Uh, it is safe the way it is. It would be unsafe to remove that. If I, I may. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Councilman. Sure. Um, I, I agree. Uh, you know, it's, it's inconvenient, but it's only a few minutes. And the amount of kids that are required to walk up to the hill there and then cross at that light. And that is the side they're coming from. And I think that it's as inconvenient as it can be for two or three minutes, I, I think is a, a worthwhile to keep. Absolutely. I also I think agree. the addition of the Chase building beyond the corner, you, the visibility from when it was the gas station to now is less than it was before. I see no reason to change it. You feel the same? I agree. Yeah. I see no reason to change it. I mean, there's beautiful surroundings and it you can slow down and enjoy them. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Thank you for that, uh, Mayor, and the safety director capacity on that. Um, anyone have any other comments for streets and sidewalks? Okay. Hearing none, I move to adjourn streets and sidewalks at 701. Second. Moved and seconded. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you, Madam President. We're adjourned. Thank you, Mr. Kingston. Next up for the Utilities Committee, Count Chairperson Stuckey. Thank you, Madam President. I call the Utilities Committee to order at 7.01. Caruso. Here. Kepke. Here. And Stuckey is here. First item is approval of June 6th Utilities Committee minutes. Um, any changes? No, sir. 
Okay, the, hearing none, I make a motion to approve the June 6, 2023 Utilities Committee minutes as written. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Mr. Wise, change order process. Um, thank you. We wanted just to include this uh, in the discussion. Uh, we have, obviously we have one of the, uh, with, we've closed down two already. We have a couple more to start and we have three very large projects under construction. Um, so we just wanted to make sure since we have incurred uh, a change already that you've authorized for Glenwood, we just wanted to make sure that the council was aware of the policy that we, we follow. Um, I'll start with the, obviously the easy one. There's changes that we have that we can predict um, that come up. We obviously put, we package it up. We have a cost, it's reviewed. We bring it to council for approval. But there's also, um, there's multiple times that um, I'm in the field and it comes up on the fly and there's nothing, there's nothing I can do. Um, if I wait, the crews, sewer crews any, anymore are, it really depends on how many uh, man, how many men we have out there and how much equipment's out there. And if it's premium fill, other, other aspects where they have truck drivers going, uh, any sewer crew in today's capacity could be a minimum of 6,500 and exceed, uh, it could run all the way up to $12,000 a day. And if I stop that crew, um, we're incurring that cost. So uh, we just wanted, I started the conversation with the mayor and then um, ran it by uh, Mr. Maddie. We just kind of wanted to go through um, for these emergency type repairs. Um, I'll let the mayor talk about the policy in play. And if council is comfortable with that, we would continue it in that manner or if there's any changes they'd like to make to that. But just to kind of give you an example of things that have occurred. Um, Glenwood, the change order you approved, they were digging and they came across that concrete box culvert. That one, the contractor um, just proceeded on their own, submitted costs, I reviewed it, rejected it the first time, came back, um, had some costs that I felt was reasonable, we brought it forward uh, we, and council approved it. On Miller Road right now, there's going to be some changes coming. What they've done is they did the waterline uh, component so far and as they went uh, down the street, they're tearing out the water main and Cleveland water strip maps, even the Cleveland water inspector that's standing out there, there was supposed to be one connection going across the street. Typically for a commercial building, it would have fire and domestic. Usually is, uh, they call it single tap dual feed. They come across the street with one, one main split off of it uh, at a vault and then there's two connections that go from the vault to the street. This one tapped the main twice. Um, and then, so we came across two valve or two taps in the main that had to be replaced. And then, um, and they're putting the water main in, the building needs water. So it has to be done right then. Uh, contractors rushing to get parts and we're trying to minimize downtime. So we are, there's discussions like that happening all the time where we have to make decisions right then. And uh, for instance, on Miller Road, there's gonna be one for right at the, in the middle of Brexville Road. There's the big 20 inch gas main we all know about, it's been replaced, but um, prob probably prior to the 1970s, because I think that the 20 inch in the main, in the middle of the road that was replaced was a 1970s era main. There's two just immediately right now that we found just to the east side of that one. Dominion won't even claim it, it's undoubtedly Dominion's main, but, uh, they, the water main had to come through there, so we had to cut the old mains apart, um, cap them, and uh, bring the water main through there. 
but right on the fly we had to have the Alega on that contract uh, go out get um, get someone who could actually saw cut that because they were rated to have um, they, they drill a test hole in the main it had enough gas residual in there that they didn't feel just cutting it with like regular cutting tools would be sufficient so um, they had a special um, basically a sparkless cutter come out uh, cut the main cap it and then a leg was able to then dig through there uh, so those things come up often these are big jobs um, so I usually uh, review that stuff with the mayor and then we make decisions on how to move forward and I'll let the mayor talk about uh, the current policy in place and if council is comfortable with that we would continue in that manner thank you <clears throat> mr. Matty as you recall uh, at one point in time we had um, conversations on the telephone um, some members would call and we would talk about uh, uh, a project and that there may be a, uh, a change order coming and uh, you advised us that uh, we should not do that you advised us that the only way that we were able to um, spend over three thousand dollars would be without council approvals in an emergency and we added to our purchasing policy and Becky if you want to weigh in on this uh, that uh, we could in an emergency based upon the mayor's determination of what that it was an emergency uh, exceed the amount of three thousand dollars I think the intent of that was in council when we had something like you know four thousand five thousand six thousand something maybe ten thousand at the most but not in a major major project I don't I don't believe and you can correct me if, uh, if I'm wrong on that uh, Becky I don't know how you feel about that is that about what you you agree to uh, just like at the last meeting when we had to you know fix um, do a generator repair and we had to keep moving forward just as in those type of circumstances we have to have that ability to have the emergency situation and certainly as Jerry said in these larger projects we can't stop and we don't have the ability to to have any any other option but a special meeting which would be called if it would be a larger circumstance but as the mayor has said typically this happens very infrequent and it's a reasonable amount that then is brought forth at the very next meeting what Jerry's asking about is when we get into a situation where a contractor uncovers something that's major and uh, can't stop the project and if he does stop the project it could cost us um, uh, restart costs remobilization costs uh, I move on to do something else because I, I can't work for three days until I get you know this approval or whatever so that's the discussion that we had and looking at what can we do to create some kind of a policy or is it charter or uh, I do know that under state law there is a, a certain uh, allowance that can be made uh, for certain purchases um, and I would yield Dave to you on that I, I, I have the section number that I uh, I've used with in one of my other responsibilities that I have uh, which allows us to uh, to make larger expenditures during a project like this 
amount of money that the project goes over can be authorized by and then approved by uh, the uh, council. And council gives its authority at a certain number. So um, if you could address that, how we would do that, if it would be a charter provision, uh, if it could be done uh, via councils uh, passing an ordinance, or what kind of advice you'd like to give us. Okay, Merrill, if you would give me your, your, your law that you have, okay. I'll take a look at it and uh, make that determination. It's very timely because our, our charter amendments are coming forward to council in a month. So that would give me some time to take a look at that. If it can be done by ordinance, we don't have to um, worry about any type of charter amendment. If it can't, then we might want to consider a councilmatic charter amendment. Uh, but the mayor is correct. Um, when we last spoke of this, um, Ohio law does not let council by emails approve uh, an issue. Um, that wasn't always the law, um, but the uh, Supreme Court has determined that council approval by email is in fact a public meeting or needs to be done in a public meeting and not privately. Um, so we do face that issue and Jerry and I had this discussion and common sense uh, tells you um, that you can't stop a contractor and incur $12,000 for a $4,000 issue. Um, and you don't need to cause that $12,000 or incur that $12,000 if it can be addressed through Jerry at the site on that day that the contractor is mobilized. So, uh, Mayor, if you would provide me that, I will get back to council in the, by the next meeting as far as what my opinion would be. It, uh, it, it's based on percentage of contract and the number that uh, is approved by the authority, whichever is lower. Uh, I don't remember the exact wording in that, but um, that means then Jerry, for example, if something like that came up, he would know that he could spend up to a certain percentage of the contract um, and, and could say to the contractor that yes, I will seek approval up to this percentage or whatever the number is. Uh, and I think that's really what Jerry is looking for. He's looking for a way that he has the authority or the mayor has the authority. Somebody in the administration would have the authority uh, to, um, to increase the amount of a contract based upon a proven reasonable um, change order, emergency, what have you. Um, over the years, I can tell you, this has happened to us often. And as the law became stricter and stricter under the Sunshine Law, well, we were restricted more and more and we just have been very fortunate that we haven't run into a major situation uh, like we did back then. And uh, Dave, I don't recall if you were here when we did Riverview Road, but we had a um, water situation on Riverview Road. Uh, every time they dug a hole, it would fill up with water. And they were trying to install a sewer along Riverview Road. And we had to get a dewatering company to come in and they had to have immediate access to, uh, to the project. And uh, we did that by got, getting together and talking about it and then authorizing it in that way. But uh, you can always call a special meeting, I understand, but 
there's also, I think, a way under the law. So I strongly recommend council take a look at this, uh, especially now that you know we have some $20 million in projects that are ongoing, and it, there's going to be something. There's no question about it. Something's going to come along. Dave, if I could ask a question. I know on our projects we have, you know, some of them have contingencies on them, and some of them have force account that, you know, they force account can be authorized um, just to keep projects going. Is a force account or a contingency is not, is that not doable under, under, our, under the law? Becky? I was, was going to mention that's how we handle the aquatic center and the police station. Council approved a contingency amount that was separate from the contract and authorized via ordinance that the mayor would be able to be the approver of those as they go and then we would provide um, updates to council and we had if you'll remember we have had those pages of spreadsheets on both projects that detailed all of those um, so that on those types of projects that worked rather well but that, that was I'm sorry that was part of the bid package uh, correct and it, and it had a contingency number in the bid package but those were on buildings Dave if you could look into the law to see whether we can do that on these construction projects of uh, utilities uh, if that's permissible or roads and see on a, on, Same a, way. on a contingency or force account everything's <clears throat> documented you know you're going to document your, your man hours you're going to document your equipment you're going to so you're you're getting what you're paying for you know, it's, it's you know it would be documented and reviewed by the city engineer, so that we would have you know the ability to control that. I mean, I think it's very important that uh, that you have the flexibility, Jerry, to make these decisions. However, we um, decide to do it, whether it's through contingency or whether it's through a percentage. Yes. So. I mean, as far as a contingency, like the there are pro, there are in our plan the predictable things. Uh, so if if that's one of the routes we go, it would be a contingency outside of the contract, mm -hmm. like inside of my contract. For instance, one I know I carry. I always carry like uh, manhole risers. If I have to adjust a casting, there's stuff like that. Those are minor things. I also carry a percentage for driveways. There's always an issue where um, we predict we're taking when anytime we start a project, uh, asphalt. We just assume a location. We saw cut it. Um, concrete it's always to a joint so we always carry a contingency in the contract for going one more joint back on a driveway those are things that's in the contract and they're measurable quantities if they're not done and they're not performed they just don't the contractor doesn't get paid for it but these are for things that are like unforeseen bigger things um, that it would be anytime you put money inside the contract the contractor feels they have some obligation to get it so this would be money outside as they submit change orders that we would have the ability to then keep uh, keep them going, we would always bring it back to council. But it, there's multiple times it would be it would be somewhat after the fact that we have to because we, there's really no options. So that's really what we're looking for there. Any additional comments? Additional questions? Mm -hmm. No. Thank you, Mr. Wise. Thank you, Mayor. Um, if we don't have anything else, um, I make a motion to adjourn utilities at 717. Second.
All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you, Madam President. We are adjourned. <clears throat> Thank you, Brian. <clears throat> Next up, we have the Committee of the Whole. I'd like to call that to order at 717. Uh, roll call. Caruso? Here. Gannum? Here. Kingston? Here. Kepke? Here. Redinger? Here. Savage? Here. Stuckey? Here. Thank you. First up, we have minutes from um, our last committee meeting, which was June 6th. Do we have any changes? Hearing none, I move to approve the committee meeting, uh, the committee of the whole meeting minutes from June 6th as presented. Second. Motion by Redinger, second by Caruso. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuck? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. First up tonight, we have a commendation um, for Ron. So hearing, uh, hopefully, <laughs> um, no objections, um, Ron and I'm assuming his family will be here this evening? Yes. Good. So um, it'll be nice to see him. Um, I move to then recommend that council approve a resolution commending Ron Weidig on his retirement as the service director of the city of Brecksville. Second. Motion by Redinger, second by Caruso. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. And we do have an executive session uh, this evening. I move to convene an executive session to, to discuss matters pertaining to pending litigation. Second. Motion by Redinger, second by Caruso. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Hannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. We are in an executive session. <clears throat>
Good evening, everyone. <clears throat> this is the June 20th, 2023 uh, City Council meeting for the City of Brexel. Please rise for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Roll call. Russo. Here. Canham. Here. Kingston. Here. Kepke. Here. Redinger. Here. Savage. Here. Stuckey. Here. Thank you. Next up are the minutes of the June 6, 2023 regular meeting. Do I have a motion? Madam President. Mr. Kingston. I move that we dispense with the reading of the minutes from June 6, 2023 and approve as presented. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Russo. Yes. Canham. Yes. Kingston. Yes. Kepke. Yes. Redinger. Yes. Savage. Yes. Stuckey. Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. First up tonight, we have resolution 5443. This is a resolution commending Ron Weidig on his retirement from service to the city of Brexville. If the clerk would please read. Resolution 5443, a resolution commending Director of Public Service Ronald Weidig upon his retirement from the City of Brexville and the Department of Public Service and declaring an emergency. Whereas Mayor Jerry N. Ruby and the members of council wish to commend and honor Service Director Ronald Weidig, who retired on May 19, 2023, after serving nearly 22 years in the City of Brexville. And whereas Ronald Weidig began his career with the City of Brexville on August 13, 2001, as a property maintenance and zoning inspector, after serving 27 years in law enforcement for the City of Lakewood and Montville Township. Thereafter, Ron was promoted to Director of Public Service with the City of Brexville on January 1, 2008. And whereas during his remarkable career in the City of Brexville, Ron demonstrated complete dedication to the citizens of this community and provided outstanding leadership in his many roles while striving to make the city better in all phases of our operations, making, making an undeniable difference. And whereas, as a result of his tenure, Ron is leaving an extraordinary legacy of outstanding policies and procedures, hiring of top-notch personnel, and has pro procured the most up-to-date equipment, all of which combined for the betterment of today's service department. And whereas Ron was tested many times in his career, be it the first major snowstorm the city had seen in years, the week he was sworn in, the 2006 <laughs> flood, or the many city buildings and major projects completed under his leadership, through it all, Ron was a true professional who showed by example that excellence is something to aim for daily. He inspired everyone around him to be more, and that will only continue in his retirement. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the Council of the City of Brexville, County of Cuyahoga, and State of Ohio, that Section 1, the Mayor and Council wish to extend their most sincere best wishes to Ronald Weidig upon the momentous occasion of his retirement from the City of Brexville. Section 2, the Mayor and Council wish to publicly commend and express appreciation to Director of Public Service Ronald Weidig for his almost 22 years of dedicated, loyal, and committed service to the city of Brexville, and call upon all residents to acknowledge and reflect the many contributions to the betterment and service of our community by Ron Weidig and wish him good health, happiness, and a long life during his retirement, as well as to extend appreciation to his wife and family who shared this fine man with the city for so many years. 
Section 3, the Clerk of Council B, and she is hereby authorized and directed to certify a copy of this resolution and cause the delivery of same to Ronald Whiting. Section 4, this resolution shall be in full force and effect from and after the earliest period allowed by law. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Renninger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Renninger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Mayor? Thank you. Uh, first of all, uh, it's very nice to see the entire Whitig family here. I'm sure your uh, grandpa, your father, is very appreciative that you are here with him. Um, I want you to know that there wasn't a day that uh, went by when he and I would be riding around in the car that he didn't talk about his lovely wife and his, uh, his wonderful children and the in-laws, outlaws, whatever he called them. I don't remember now exactly. but. <laughs> You're blessed to have him as a father and a grandfather. He's just a wonderful, wonderful man who loves you dearly. And uh, his whole life is you. And now he's going to dedicate the rest of his life to you. Uh, it all started with a flood. <laughs> Ron came to work for the city in the building department. And then we had this flood. And then all of a sudden, I saw this guy going around doing all these various things I shouldn't have said guy I mean we were good friends by then but uh, and he made it his life I mean he, he didn't sleep a lot and he was here uh, a tremendous amount of time working with uh, Scott and others in the building department and as uh, a little time went on it was certainly uh, to our benefit to promote him to service director and he just like me just an old policeman um, but for some reason, uh, municipal governments, uh, you know, fit us well, fit him well. Um, I can tell you there are countless things that, that um, I recall uh, about Ron and what he's done for the city. His footprints are everywhere. Uh, the Blossom Building, that was his idea, put a service department building up a Blossom. Then the Stadium Drive facility, the salt barn and the horticultural building, which we all know has become quite the hit uh, and in quite a good representation of the creativity of our city. Um, the cemetery, the way that he maintained and took care of the cemetery. Uh, the police station. I never saw any employee agonize so much over a project that was very, very difficult. And Ron took the city's part throughout that entire project. And I will tell you, it brought, it could have brought a lot of men to their knees, but uh, Ron was able to work through that and make sure that each and every change order was, uh, was done properly, each and every item on the punch list. Same thing for the community center addition. Uh, there were problems there. Ron dealt with it. There were times that I was really worried about you, Ron, that you, know, that you were over-exerting uh, yourself and uh, uh, 
you got so emotional about making things the right way and hoping that they'd be the right way. And as I thought this few minutes here about what I would say about you, I wrote down two words, uh, actually three. Integrity, no question about it. Anything and everything to do with integrity was foremost in his mind. Uh, there isn't a building that was modified or torn down or whatever that Ron didn't follow the law to the strictest. Second word, tenacity. The way you stayed on things, the way you bird dog things, uh, you made my job almost uh, not necessary. Uh, you took care of the city and, and did so many wonderful things for us with your tenacity. And the last one and the one that's most important, I guess, to me is loyalty. I never had an employee that has been as loyal to the city as you were and uh, in, in our friendship and the loyalty that you showed me. Um, our street program's better, our building maintenance is better. Uh, there isn't anything that I probably could point to that you didn't have some impact on and, and did such a great job. And I think everybody here in town knew that uh, um, when it came to uh, handling things, you would be there to handle them. So I don't know how to thank you enough on behalf of the city. Um, I, I can tell you that uh, we miss you. We appreciate our new service director, uh, but there's only one Ryan Whitig, and uh, you just did an outstanding job, and I truly, personally appreciate it very, very much. Your friends in the city appreciate it. You've made so many of them, and um, I could just go on and on, Ron, because you know how I, I feel about you, you know how I think about you, and you know all the things that you know that I said are true. You are in were an outstanding employee, and I wish you the very best. Continue that love with your family and good health, and I hope that uh, in the next 30, 40 years, uh, you never think of coming back to work. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure that, uh, Ron, this is it. The end. Soon, my friend, soon. Thank you. Ron, on behalf of the city, if you want to step forward. And... Council President Redinger. service director years ago you're, 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 you humbled me tonight again 
Um, you know how I feel about you, and I value your friendship. It's, you're, you're just an honor to work for you through the years, and that's how I feel about you. You're a wonderful man, and just a wonderful mayor, and just a very good friend. So I appreciate all that. And for council, the new guy, Joe, he's going to pick up right after me and start bringing you stuff all the time, I hope. So, But I want to thank you for what you've done for me through the years. You, you've, you've, you've looked at each project, you've reacted, talked to me back and forth, and you certainly um, checked into each thing. And you're, you're, you're really great how you handle the city. And you, and, you, and you do such a good job, and you're so tenacious in the things that you do. And, and, and I also appreciate what you've done for the service department through the years, and you supported the things that I brought to you. I, I, I truly appreciate that. And then uh, to the department heads, the unsung heroes in town, they, no one knows how busy you are and the things you do, but uh, this city is so fortunate to have all of you. You're just wonderful people, and, and the things that you do day to day to make the city of Brexville the, the wonderful place that it is, you, you, really, you really deserve an applause for that, too. You're just, you couldn't help me anymore. Any, whenever I got in a jam, I needed something quick. Everybody, all the department heads stepped right up and helped me through the whole time, and, and I was so fortunate to work with you. And then last but not least, you know, it's not the Ron Wedding Show. All those folks back there at the service department, the men and women, I, I, I can't even begin to tell you how fortunate I was to work with them. They, they, are the, they, they come in, they quietly start each morning at 7.30, and they plow the snow, they cut the grass, they pave the streets, they pick up your trash, and, and they do such a wonderful job, and that's what makes Brexville the way it is. And, and they knew that that's what we were supposed to do, and they, and they just stepped up and did it every day. They're just, they're, you're, you're so lucky to have those people it's just the best service department ever. They're just wonderful what they do. So with that, I've talked enough. It's been a pleasure to work with you. I love Brexville. It's been good to me. And again, I, I couldn't be happier that how I was treated here. And it's, it's and, and with you folks, it's just it's enough. Because I'm not going to, I made up my mind, I'm not getting emotional again. I've been in the service <laughs> department, so I'm not going to do that again tonight. So, yeah. Ron, why don't you introduce your family? I will. Thanks. I'll introduce you to the real service director, the director, my wife Joanne. She's, she's been with me for through this job and the police department job, and running in the house back in the police days, and I'm heading out to something in the last minute, you know, and always picked up things with the family. And we that little that little group there is the is the heart of my life here. They, she's a wonderful wife, and she's a wonderful mom and a grandma, and that's my son-in-law Adam, and my sister, excuse me, my daughter Mary. My daughter-in-law, Gabby, and my son, Rob. And the little guy there is Levi. And the little one over there is Blair. That's my granddaughter. So that's the whole crowd. So thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Ron. Ron, while we certainly would love you to stay, we certainly expect that you've um, exhausted your meeting quota for your <laughs> lifetime. So thank you. It's good to see you. Have a great summer. Okay, um, moving along to our business. Next up we have Ordinance 5623. This is the third reading for the proposed rezoning of permanent parcel numbers 601-34-003, 601-34-003, 601-34-003, 601-34-003, 601-34-003, 601-34-003, 601-34-003, 601-34-003, 601-34-003, 601-034-003, 601-034-003, 601-034-003, 601
601-34-004 and 601-34-005. This is the central school property. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5623, third reading. An ordinance amending the zone map of the city of Brexville for permanent parcel number 601-34-004-27 Public Square, currently zoned CF Community Facilities to R8A Residential along Arlington Street for the portion of the site measuring 125 feet in depth from the right-of-way and LB local business to the remainder of the site with an RA apartments conditional use overlay with the exception that the RA apartments conditional use overlay only be permitted at the second floor or above and amending the zone map for a portion of portion of permanent parcel number 601-34005 measuring 125 feet in depth from the right-of-way of Arlington Street at 23 Public Square with an R8A residential conditional use overlay and amending the zone map for a portion of permanent parcel number 601-34003-8929 Highland Drive measuring plus or minus 50 feet west of west parcel line to LB local business and declaring an emergency. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Next up, we have ordinance 5628. This is to amend ordinance number 5570, making appropriations for current expenses during the fiscal year ending December 31st, 2023. If the clerk would please read by title only. Ordinance 5628, an ordinance to amend ordinance number 5570, making appropriations for current expenses of the city of Brexville during the fiscal year ending December 31, 2023, making necessary appropriation and revenue adjustments and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion passes, seven A's, no nays. Next up, we have ordinance 5629. This authorizes the purchase of 22 body-worn cameras for the police department. If the clerk would please read by title only. Ordinance 5629, an ordinance authorizing the purchase of 22 V300 body-worn cameras and related items for the police department from Chagrin Valley Dispatch in accordance with the provisions of Ohio Revised Code Section 125.04C and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Cannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Item six tonight is ordinance 5630. This ordinance authorizes a real estate transfer and development agreement with the Brexel Broadview Heights City School District and Triban Investments LLC for permanent parcel 603-15-009. If the clerk would pl please read by title only. 
Ordinance 5630, an ordinance authorizing the mayor to enter into a real estate transfer and development agreement with the Brexville Broadview Heights City School District and Triban Investments, LLC, for permanent parcels 6031509, located at 9457 Highland Drive and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Reitinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Reitinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Moving along, we have resolution 5444. This is a resolution adopting the alternate format tax budget for the year 2024. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5444, a resolution adopting the alternate format tax budget for the year 2024 and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Russo? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Next up, we have resolution 5445. This resolution authorizes transfers between certain funds for the fiscal year ending December 31st, 2023. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5445, a resolution making necessary transfers between certain funds for the fiscal year ending December 31, 2023 and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Russo? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Item number nine is resolution 5446. This authorizes an independent contractor agreement with John Farrell as the youth soccer director. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5446, a resolution authorizing the mayor to enter into an independent contractor agreement with John Farrell for work as the community youth soccer director for the year 2023 and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Item 10 tonight is resolution 5447. This resolution accepts the proposal of Geocentric Consulting Inc. for the development and execution of GIS data conversion. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5447, a resolution accepting the proposal of Geocentric Consulting Incorporated for professional services for a GIS strategic implementation plan for the development and execution of D GIS data conversion for new Tyler software and declaring an emergency. 
Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Brininger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion, <coughs> roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Now moving on to the report of our council representatives for our boards and commissions. First up for the Board of Zoning Appeals, Council Member Caruso. Thank you, Madam President. Uh, the Board of Zoning Appeals met this past Monday and has three appeals for council's consideration tonight. First, I move that we vote on and approve Appeal 2023-22, ARP Heating and Air Conditioning, Inc., for a variance from Section 1326.02 to install a generator in the side yard instead of the rear as required by code with uh, Arborist-approved Arborvitae to add cover located at 9962 Spearhead Drive, parcel number 604-03-090. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannon? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Thank you, Madam President. Next, I move we vote on and approve Appeal 2023-23 for a variance from Section 1151.267 from the minimum required three feet side yard setback to allow zero feet for the extension of a non-conforming driveway located at 6837 Oaks Road, parcel number 603-07-020. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Thank you. Uh, lastly, I move that we vote on and approve Appeal 2023-24 for a variance from Section 1326.02 to install a generator in the side yard instead of the year, rear yard with City Arborist approved Arborvitae cover, uh, located at 4563 Hunting Valley Lane, parcel number 601-14-034. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Thank you, Madam President. The next Board of Zoning Appeal meeting will be Monday, the 17th of July at 7.30 here in Council Chambers, and that concludes my report. Thank you. Next up for the Planning Commission, Council Member Stuckey. Thank you, Madam President. The Planning Commission has five items for City Council consideration tonight. Uh, the first three are signs. Uh, sign at True North Car Wash, 8952 Brexville Road. I make a motion recommending to City Council approval of three permanent signs, two wall and one ground for the True North, tr True North Car Wash at 8952 Brexville Road as described in the sign permit application and drawing, drawings by Je Jenkins Sign Company dated May 3rd, 2023 and as detailed as follows. One nine square foot non-illuminated ground directional sign replacement, one 10.88 square foot non-illuminated information sign replacement, and one 15 0.56 square foot non-illuminated wall identification sign. 
contingent on City Council's approval of the following deviations. A deviation from Section 1187-09C, requirement that one wall sign be permitted to allow five wall signs. A deviation from Section 1187.09C, requirement that the wall signs be on the front of the building to allow three signs on the rear of the building. A deviation from Section 1187.09B1, which allows a maximum sign area of 30 square feet to allow 50.74 square feet. Second. Motion by Stuckey, second by Caruso. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. The second sign is Plant Love Botan Botanicals at 8912 Brexville Road. I make a motion recommending to City Council approval and the Building Department issue a permit for a permanent non-illuminated awning identification sign for Plant Love Botanicals at 8912 Brexville Road, Brexville, Ohio, permanent parcel 601-31-015 with five and a quarter letters, all capitals, with the front to match ABC art and coin exchange and conditional on city council's approval of the following deviations. Section 1187.0685 to permit an awning sign in the right of way. Section 1187.0682 that the awning signs be located in a minimum height of eight foot above the finished sidewalk to allow 7.5 foot and further contingent upon approval of the building department to match these characteristics. Second. Motion by Stuckey, second by Caruso. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Third sign is Stretch Lab at 7590 Chippewa Road. I make a motion recommending the City Council approval and the Building Department issue sign permits for Stretch Lab, 7590 Chippewa Road, Brexville, Ohio, as described in the application dated April 17, 2023, and drawings by Statress. And that is one 13.9 square foot permanent wall identification sign noted as option B. 1.3 square foot window sign and 1.4 square foot window sign conditioned upon the approval of city council of the following deviations section 1187.09 c that the maximum size of a single sign face area for wall identification signs be 11 square foot to allow a maximum of 13.9 square foot for the permanent wall identification sign Section 1187.09C, that the maximum signed square footage permitted for the building unit is 14.7 feet square feet to allow a maximum of 20.3 square feet. And section 1187.09C, that one window sign is permitted in lieu of a wall identification sign to allow two window signs listing the general type of goods sold or services rendered. Second. Motion by Stuckey, second by Caruso. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannon? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Hefke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Next item is Deuteronomy Company's Valor Acres Mixed Use Phase 1, Miller Road, and Brexville Road. I make a motion recommending to City Council final approval of the office building I structure and the subdivision of office building I for business plan development area. BPDA Phase 2, excluding BPDA Phase 2 site work, 
landscaping, lighting, restaurant, and retail facades, as described in the submission package by DeGeronimo Companies dated May 27, 2023, and is subject to approval of the City Engineer, Building Commissioner, City Law Director, and City Council, and contingent upon additional design study for the north, east, and west facades, and further contingent on City Council's acceptance of the following deviations from code that were considered by the Planning Commission as part of the Commission's review of this individual lot, in addition to the preliminary approval of the overall PB, BPDA. Deviations from Section 1155.31CA, 7-foot deviation from the minimum of 12-foot side yard requirement, from Section 1155.31CA, 35-foot deviation from a minimum of 440-foot rear yard requirement, and for Section 1155.32, a deviation yet to be determined from the minimum 25% green space requirement, and from Section 1183.05C, a deviation from the minimum parking requirements for an office building. Second. Motion by Stuckey, second by Caruso. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannon? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Next item is Physicians Ambulance at 9200 Noble Park Drive. I make a motion recommending the City Council preliminary approval for the construction of a building addition facade improvements and parking lot addition at Physicians Ambulance located at 9200 Noble Park Drive, Brexville, Ohio, as described in the application dated April 4th, 2023 by Mason A&D and attached plans dated May 26, 2023, including the following deviation. A deviation from section 1183.05B, which requires the proposed use to have at least 179 parking spaces to allow a minimum of 90 spaces and 74 land bank spaces. Second. Motion by Caruso, or motion by Stuckey, second by Caruso. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannon? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Rittinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. And just a note, there is no planning commission meeting this Thursday, June 22nd. The next planning commission meeting will be July 6th at 7 o'clock in these chambers. And thank you. That concludes my report. Thank you, Mr. Stuckey. Next up for the Recreation Commis Commission, Councilmember Gannam. Thank you, Madam President. Um, the next meeting for Rec Commission will be this Monday, uh, June 26th at 7.30 p.m. Uh, we are still seeking volunteers to help in the horticulture building at the Bounce House, so anybody who uh, is helping there. But I'll be looking forward to doing that on Sunday myself here for home days. But that concludes my report. Thank you. Next up for the um, Department of Human Services, Councilmember Kepke. Thank you, Madam President. The next Human Services Advisory Board meeting will take place uh, at the Human Services Building on July 11th. That's a Tuesday at 3 o'clock. And that completes my report. Thank, Thank you, you. Anne. Moving on to the report of our council committees. First up for the Safety and Service Committee, Council Member Gannam. Thank you. Safety Service Committee met earlier this evening and we have one item for council's consideration. I would like to make a motion uh, for the approval of a purchase requisition to Ball Chemical in the amount of $6,185 for a Viper walk behind auto floor scrubber and accessories. Second. Motion by Gannam, second by Kingston. Discussion, roll call. 
Russo? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes. Seven A's, no nays. That concludes my report. Thank you. Thank you, AJ. Next up for the Streets and Sidewalks Committee, Council Member Kingston. Thank you, Madam President. Um, streets and Sidewalks met earlier tonight, and we have nothing for Council tonight. Thanks. Thank you. Next up for the Utilities Committee, Council Member Stuckey. Thank you, Madam President. Utilities met earlier tonight, and we have no items for City Council tonight. Thank you. Next up for the Buildings and Grounds Committee, Council Member Kepke. Thank you, Madam President. Buildings and Grounds met earlier today, and we have four items for Council this evening. Um, I move to recommend that Council approve a purchase requisition to Buckeye Power Sales in the aggregate amount of $3,404.19 for the emergency inspection and repair to the City Hall generator. Second. Motion by Kepke, second by Gannam. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannam? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Thank you. I move to recommend that Council approve a blanket vendor purchase requisition in the aggregate amount of $14,150 for the supplies and materials needed by the Service Department to install the concrete bleacher pad at the Joseph Bedini Stadium Drive Athletic Fields. Second. Motion by Kepke, second by Gannam. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannam? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Thank you. I move to recommend that Council approve a purchase requisition to Sightlines Athletic Facilities, LLC, in the aggregate amount of $38,624 for the purchase and installation of two all-aluminum 10-row bleachers with four ADA spaces for the recreational development on Stadium Drive. Second. Motion by Kepke, second by Gannam. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannam? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Rittinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. I move to recommend that Council approve a blanket vendor purchase requisition in the aggregate amount of $19,430.35 for the supplies and materials needed by the Service Department to complete the restroom renovations at the Joseph Vedini Stadium Drive Athletic Fields. Second. Motion by Kepke, second by Gannam. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannam? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Thank you. That completes my report. Thank you, Ann. Next up for the Legislation Committee, Council Member Savage. Thank you, Madam President. The Legislation Committee met earlier this evening and we have no items for Council. Thank you, Beth. Next up for the Finance Committee, Council Member Caruso. Thank you, Madam President. Finance met earlier and we have one item for Council's consideration. I move we vote on and approve a purchase requisition in the amount of $3,420 for the when I work app software annual renewal for a term of 62123 to 62024. This is the scheduling app for the employees at the community center and aquatics facility. Account to be charged 240710 2501. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Savage. Discussion. Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannam? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey. Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. 
And that concludes my report. Thank you. <laughs> Moving on to the report of our department heads. First up, the report of the law director, Mr. Matty. Thank you, Madam President. No report this evening. Thank you, Dave. Next up, the report of the engineer, Mr. Wise. Thank you, Madam President. I have no report. Thank you, Jerry. Uh, we have no report from the finance director this evening. Um, next up, the report of the building department, um, Mr. Packard. Thank you, Madam President. No report. Scott. Next up, the report of the planning and community development director, <clears throat> Ms. Barkowitz. Moving on to the service director, Mr. Kickle. Thank you, Madam President. Nothing to report. Thank you, Joe. Moving on to the purchasing director, Ms. Reiser. Thank you, Madam President. I have no report. Thank you. For the police department, Chief Karenik. Uh, thank, thank you, Madam President. I have no report, but I do want to thank Council for approving the purchase of the body-worn cameras. Thank you, Chief. Next up, the report of the fire department, Chief Zemiska. <clears throat> thank you, Madam President. Thank you, Chief. Um, no report for the Recreation Department, and lastly, the report of the Mayor. Well, thank you, Madam President. I just have a few uh, few items. First of all, welcome to the Boy Scouts. I understand that uh, you are here working on a merit badge. Is that correct? Well, congratulations and thank you for being here. If you have any questions at the end of the meeting, I'm sure the Council President will allow you to ask any, any questions you have. Uh, I want to thank you all for attending the uh, dedication of the Mike Harwood Fields uh, up at Blossom. It was a, a, a very nice gathering, uh, getting you folks together with, uh, with the members of their family and their close friends. Um, Mike will be remembered often, not by the sign, but by his deeds. The um, home days will be again this weekend. June 23rd, 24th, 25th. Um, I feel almost foolish announcing that because it's so well talked about in town. Uh, fireworks will be on Sunday evening, uh, the race on Sunday, and there's signs all over the community letting everyone know that the race is uh, going to be a certain route. So I wish uh, all, all well in, uh, in the event over the weekend and thank the Recreation Department for sponsoring and being part of that. Uh, bounce house and the events for the children um, over the weekend. So thank you very much for that. Uh, sadly, uh, Judy Kovacic has resigned from the Human Services Advisory Board, effective May 23rd of 2023. So we will be looking for a new, uh, a new appointee uh, to that board. Uh, she served it for over two decades and did a really wonderful job and we thank her for, her for her service to the community, and we wish her the very best, and we wish her good health. That ends my report. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor. Are there any additional comments from Council? Yes, I'd just like to, if, if anybody's not doing any Sunday, Sunday morning at 7 o'clock, you can help uh, with registration for the Brexville Home Days Run. And if you're not, if you'd like to just come and do the races at 8 o'clock, so bring your family, you know, like to see everybody there. So that is it. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Are there any comments from anyone in the audience? Okay. Hearing none, I move to adjourn the regular meeting at 8.42. Second. Motion by Redinger, second by Caruso. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Rittinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stucky? Yes. Thank you. We are adjourned. Again, Scouts.